Sorry, that was me. Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge, the back patio of the best oh, lounge east of just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. What do you say, Ricky? Hey, 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 we're sitting here at the Breakaway in Danvers, Massachusetts, at a business event. Yeah, this is the Route 1 BNG networking event. Okay, our panel of hacks for this installment are Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah! 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 Well, folks, definitely don't touch that dial tonight. It's going to be a wild one. Uh, we're at uh, a great place here tonight. Uh, just to get you a nice adult drink and get you a nice chair and sit back, and we're going to make you smile. Yeah, right. We got the white Chris Rock. Hey, Very happy to be here. Thank you so much. Okay, and uh, who do we have over here, Ricky? Okay. The lovely sitting, Maria. Sitting in a lovely blue dress, we have Maria the Duck, all the way from Aflac. Hello, how are you? The Duck. <laughs> the Duck. Maria the Duck. Maria the Duck. All right, okay. And we got the... Uh, Minty, Minty, what are we using for Minty over here? Something Let's go brush. with this one here. How about that? Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Good to be here, gentlemen and ladies. Thank you. We're gonna go over to uh, Sebastiano. Okay, from the New England Tree Company. What's he gonna do? Good evening, everyone. How you Welcome. doing? So Good year. Doing great, man. Yeah, year awesome. anniversary. Yeah, how's things in the tree business? Well, you know, it's got it up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You know I'll go out on a limb for you anytime. Yeah. Oh. There you go. <laughs> okay. We could get you a t-shirt that says, I love Butch. Uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You know we could. You know we could use for him because he's because he's into trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. I should have used. I, I yeah, yeah. I Keep George. <laughs> no, no. I should have used this one for him. Listen, we can do a second one. Oh, the boys forever. I like this one. I might add that to my website. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the drop of one okay. of our hacks. I love it. And then. We got Jason. Well, maybe we could use Bad Boys for Jason. Mm, let's see. Let's go over here. Yeah. So we have Jason from Saugus Karate and Kung Fu, and you're still a big bastard, Jason. Thank you. All right. How's your business going? Business is great. Awesome. No complaints. Okay, we got Nurse Rick himself. This town needs an enema. Hey, Enema Boy is in the house. <laughs> oh, Sebastiano's smiling at me. <laughs> Trust me, you won't be smiling after. <laughs> Those fingers are thick. Yeah, this is you haven't spent the week in my house lately. <laughs> <laughs> this is your humble announcer, producer, Sky Hack Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! Oh, please. 
he's the legend of what? Okay, our segments include Hidden Earth Blind Cigar Review, although we're all smoking different cigars here at this event, so nothing's hidden tonight. Uh, and then we've got the current events in the cigar world. What do we say, Javi? What do you got? Oh, we got 16 tonight. 16. Oh. It's a busy night. Then we got local spotlight. We're going to talk about this place right here. And then we got the controversy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the hidden earth reveal and hidden earth recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, scarhacks.com. And OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. Okay. All right. So, hey. That new? Welcome to the hacks, everybody. Thank it's you. Been a thank while you. For thank some you. of you guys. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Good to be back. A couple of new folks. Happy fo- to be well, here. We have a new folk. Yeah, we have a new folk on there. That's first awesome. time. First timer. First, first timer. timer. I'm a virgin. That's good. Security. Harvey, you're gonna have to do some fat checking there. <laughs> some cigar <laughs> podcast <laughs> virgins. Okay. All right, Ricky. Why don't you do the troops before we get All going right, here? So just a special shout out to our troops fighting the good fight here in this country and abroad. Uh, we thank you. We honor you. We respect you, Harvey, for your 24 years in the military. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chap- so Chappie, who joined us last week, all the way from the 82nd Airborne. Chappie, God bless and thank you for everything that you're doing. You're on the front lines, baby. To Command Sergeant Major George, thank you, Chief George, for everything you do, and I hope your titanium nut is getting better uh, with that little accident. <laughs> Uh, did I get all everybody? Yeah, I think so. That's good. And so, just thank you to the men in blue and women in blue, and uh, to the firefighters and first responders, and to the nurses. There you go. All right. So, how's everybody? Cigar. What do you say? Outstanding. It's fantastic. Great. I am enjoying this. What are you smoking over there? That one there, the hammer and sickle. Hammer and sickle. Hammer and sickle. That's a second one. Maduro. Trademark Maduro. Yeah. You like that one? I like this. You've had that one already. This is my first time. First one on that one, or would this you smoke one? Earlier? I had the light one. The oh, you had the uh, tradition. Yeah, earlier. that was that was good, but I really like this one. Yeah, that one's different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Minty? I got the uh, Tata Hawaii. That uh, oh, that's Tuxla. Hey. We smoked that one last week on the show. Very that was nice. Good, it was that was very good, good. Cigar. good cigar. Not not my normal ring gauge, but I still like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big time. What do you got there? Sebastiano's got the Hammersickle trademark Maduro as well. Jason's got the, the Connecticut, the, the Tradition. Tradition. All right, excellent, excellent. Capa Maduro. Capa Maduro. Yes, Ooh, the I gave Maduro him a Capa Maduro black. That's the PDR. Ooh. Isn't that a good stick? The PDR, unbelievable. Yeah, I'm smoking the. Uh, this is actually the EPA Cherry Canson. Mm. This is uh-huh. a special cigar. It's really nice. This has a beautiful draw and a nice retro. Yeah, I have, I have the Diesel Whiskey stick. Row here, and this is the PX Sherry Cask. And how do you, what do you got? A I got the seven twenty four uh, Kurt Kendall. Yeah, and I think it's a Maduro, and it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. that's Excellent. that's actually a Brazilian uh, Matafina. Really? That's the new one. Oh, wow. all the way from Brazil. As a Matafina, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a matter. Yeah, I love these things. Uh-huh. In the uh, mailbag, let's just knock this one out. I got one entry, uh, two entries in the mailbag. Pat. From the Hamlet event, the Tobacco Shack wrote in, replying to our last. Oh, Pat! You mean, you mean two people listen to you? M- at Mitty. least, yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember at the Hamlet event, the guy that got tortured by Hamlet? He wrote in. Oh, Patrick. tortured! He yeah. wrote in. Oh, yeah. The video guy, right? He was yeah. videotaping he was the in. The guy in yeah. the front that oh. he was torturing. Yeah, Pat, Hamlet know. was torturing. Pat. Okay, Pat. so Pat writes in and says, "I noticed you guys are having trouble with what to call me." By 
first, my parents called me a couple of different things that you can, <laughs> you can use uh, your imagination for. Okay, that's good. Second, I don't really care, but being 2022, I do care what pronouns you use. Just kidding. <laughs> he, she. Yeah, oh, we're going there. We, that's what he got tortured about, the thing. Oh, Hamlet. Hamlet was laying into him, making jokes. That's okay. Also, when I said I learned a lot, I didn't mean education-wise, just how to be a complete hack. So, yeah, that's perfect, yeah, because he's not going to learn a lot about nice. anything else but to be a hack on the show. All right, that's from Pat. And then I also got pinged on uh, Instant Messenger from Josh, who owns The Diplomat in Keene. Oh, He really? wants us to come yeah. out there and uh, do a show. So really? we're going to get out there. Yeah, we're talking about the limo and whatnot. And he's like, oh, we can... Hang out the top of the limo and uh, sure, and drive by the co-eds there sure. at the Keene State. You know? Oh, yeah. There you go. My wife and, went there, Keene State. And I said, the two problems with that. One is uh, it's a moving violation to do that. And second, the, the sunroof is on the fritz, so it doesn't open right now. But uh, I'm working uh, we'll on it. We'll get that I'll get on. Uh, that's on my list. Actually, we probably do. won't. I don't think it's ever been open in that limo. But uh, usually yeah. where we got the cigars and the booze going full. Yeah, you get the windows open no anyway. You get the windows so open anyway. Nobody so it really cares. Nobody cares. We'll get Jason to give it a little high karate chop. Mm-hmm. And that's that. So, do you guys uh, know what the PCA is? Yes. Negative. It yes. just happened. The cigar event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Big yeah. cigar yeah. event. Big, huge in Vegas. In Vegas. It was the first. Was the first time that Fuente and Padron mixed and came up with a, yeah, a, a they, cigar. They yeah. did. Yeah. Huge. Huge deal. Yeah. The two biggest names in cigar business. So PCA is Premium Cigar Association. They have their annual trade show in Vegas every summer, and they just finished on Tuesday there. So a lot of new stuff coming out from that event. Question for you. Yeah. How do you think the conversation went when they were going to put the name on it of whose name went first, Fuente or Padron? (laughs) How do you think that conversation went? I don't know. Is it alphabetical order? Well, that's yeah, how it worked yeah, out. But however, or did they call it a foie Yeah, drone? you have probably two of the most popular cigars. Yeah, you know, uh, cigar manufacturers. Yeah, I mean, somebody posed the question to me last week: if you could have any cigar manufacturer, just one, and oh. all the cigars that are in that realm, who would it be? You asking? And, or and you? I, yeah. So, if it was Fuente or Padron, who would you have? Fuente. I'd have Padron. And if I had my choice, it would be LFD with the bull. Okay. Oh, illusion bull. Oh, thank you. That's my number thank one you. cigar. Really? Ditto. I happen to know somebody who owns two boxes. I have about six boxes. And he's yeah. a nurse. Really? And yeah. he's a nurse. And he's in the tree business. <laughs> yes. Wow. And I'd like to buy one. we got to play no. golf. Yeah. <laughs> no. I always bring him to the golf Every course, time we play course. golf, Rick brings one. Are we becoming it's One of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Oh. LFD. <laughs> and LFD would knock you down there, Maria. Oh, You'd be I don't knocked know. over. It I is, don't know. It's strong. You just met Maria. Yes, I did. Okay. Aflac. 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 Maria actually... can't be knocked down that quickly. Okay. No. <laughs> Okay. I mean, between the BBMF. She looks simple, but not. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Between the BBMF yep. and the bull, they're side by side for me. Yeah. And price-wise, they're completely in a different category. What about Liga? Are you a Liga number nine? I am. I like it. Um, not for my golf round. Yeah. For, Too strong. Yeah, for the after golf, sitting down with a glass of scotch. Yep. Absolutely. Perfect. But a bull... 
If you light it on the second hole, it'll still be it'll lit. It'll smoke all the way to the it 18th. Will. I'm it holding will. it at my fingertips on the 18th. Yeah, it will. <laughs> no, we're actually usually hole. out by the 16th and going really? again. Good, with good solid yep. 45 minutes. Good yeah. solid. Good solid. Great smoke. Cigar. I sat down, had a, had a, we had a tomahawk steak dinner. I had that thing. I, I didn't know which one was a steak, which one was a cigar half the time. Oh, yeah. The flavor, Absolutely the oiliness, delicious. Yeah. the deep, rich flavor. From the beyond. first light to the last puff. Oh. And it's funny, because LFD is not a cigar I usually smoke, but Cigars I love that cigar. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Do you like the chisel? <laughs> I that do. Like I do, a little strong. but <laughs> It I, is strong. I'm a, I'm a mild to medium smoker. Okay. I like medium, medium plus. Yeah. But but the uh, most of the LFDs, LFDs start at medium and yeah. move up. Move up. Yeah. So something I found kind of close to it is the bandolero. Yeah. Right. Bandolero's delicious. Yep. Yep. That is, it is a, a little less cigar. strength, I think. Yes, than. it is. Yeah. I love is. bandolero. Excellent. We're good. I'm okay. A lot. What was the biggest uh, subject at the PCA this year? It was the new le- legislature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's opening some doors. Yeah. yeah. That came in just in time for that, didn't it? Yeah. They talk about your timing. Oh yeah, yeah. man. It's yeah. funny how things work, right? Yeah. Who's in office? Who who wants what? Right. Yeah. I believe me. I watched that story close. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of things gonna change. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully. All right. And then, uh, anybody familiar with the Radlofts up in Rochester, New Hampshire? Great place. Great place. Well, they're gonna close Bad in two news. weeks. Yeah. yeah. We were up there. Jamie Radloff is uh, retiring and. He sold the building last year, and that's it. He's getting out of the business, and so everything is for sale over there. Everything, from the walls, the barber chairs, everything. Yep. Unfortunately, the shop's not for sale. One of our friends was interested. Yeah. yeah. Buying the whole place? Yeah. Well, the problem is the new owners of the uh, the building aren't interested in having a cigar lounge. They're probably going to raise the place and put something else in there. Put condos in. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So Sad. That's, that's where that goes. But he pulled out his aged and rare stock and put it on the shelf, so he's got a bunch of stuff up there. Mm. So it might Where's be this? interesting. Rochester, New Hampshire. Rochester, New Hampshire. I think we need to go. What's it called? Radicals? Radloffs. 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 Great place. Okay. Radloffs. Great place. Yeah, it's awesome. We did our show there last week with them. Uh, oh, awesome. Kind of a farewell show with them. We've done a bunch of shows up there, so it's a good time. Okay, so he's got hundreds of tap handles up on the ceiling all up there. They're all for sale, so if you want a collection of tap handles to beat the band, <laughs> they're, they're there for the taking. Or the buying, I should say, right? Right. I know somebody who <laughs> laid down a C note, one of those Baba chairs. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so while I was doing the current events, uh, I looked at the big house again, and Hannah's holding up a bottle of Lafrog. Lef- what is that? How do you pronounce Lefroy. that? Lafrog. 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 Just for you, Ricky. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Last week it was so, the so, so You can tell these guys the story. Yeah. We went to uh, Pennsylvania. I am very good at holding my booze, and I'm very careful what I drink. I got shattered. I like the worst I've ever been. They moved the limo. I was walking out in the street going, where the is the limo? And it was bad. <laughs> yeah. He was, trying to, he was trying to keep up with the <coughs> command sergeant major with shots at Knob Creek. I, it oh, didn't work. It, it didn't, didn't work. end very well. Are you a beer drinker? Obviously, yes, in front of me. I'm a scotch drinker. Right. Oh, but yeah. They have drugs down there. But they had uh, bought this bottle of bourbon. We were drinking Knob Creek. And Command Sergeant Major, obviously, is a very experienced drinker. So I figured I could stay up with them. After the fifth glass, 
we moved to shots. And I think somewhere in the middle of those three shots, I kind of like lost it. And what was funny was I'm a very happy drunk. So like we met these girls there and we invaded their whole speech and so forth. And we got them involved with us and with the uh, drinking and partying. But the end of the night. Oh yeah, we it, couldn't, we couldn't it, get Ricky to get out of the place. It was a rough, rough night. <laughs> We're waiting night. for him, waiting for him. He says, "Screw, it, let's move the limo to the other side of the building so he can't see it." That's he comes awesome. out, he goes to the parking lot. The car's gone. That's <laughs> funny. Walk around the middle of the street. Thank God a cop wasn't there. Yes. I would have been arrested. I mean, it was he just, was having trouble just standing up. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I haven't drank right. like that since college. Yeah, forty years. And so that's that. Did you eliminate? Did I eliminate? No, I no, didn't. No, no. I didn't, no, but... he was touching me on the way home. So he was riding in the front. We had the limo with us, right? So we had everybody in the limo driving back to uh, the, the Pocono Palace In the middle there. of the clouds. And uh, we had like a 45-minute drive, and the back was full of people, and Ricky's sitting in the front with me, and he's over there putting his hand on my A lot of head. I love you, Dave. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and listening to music. Friend. Oh, oh, God. It's so funny. He's listening to... What were you listening to? Pat the, the, no, the no. Jersey Boys. <laughs> oh, playing, like, like Jersey show Boys and show. <laughs> I'm a musician. You know, I was. Uh, I was. It's up. like Ricky, <laughs> stop touching me. I'm trying to drive. <laughs> <laughs> he kept on going. Ricky, stop touching me. <laughs> I was. I don't. I don't remember a thing. I. What I do know is your son helped me to bed because yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't walk. I mean, yeah, it was loaded. There, yeah, it was pretty funny. I thought right. I had a pee at one time, but in the morning I didn't, so I had to go somewhere. Well, is there a story involved in this? I don't think no, so. No, but for that, no. <laughs> uh, I think I peed over the railing, tell you the truth. from another event with somebody else. But oh, that's another God, yeah. yeah. We don't need to go into that. Maki. Maki. Ernie. All right. It's all good. So how's your cigars? Very good. Awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Loving this one. Hey, Al... LLD is in the house, and LD, happy birthday! Hi, Third! You look great for being 49 again. (laughs) How are you? Happy birthday! Hello, Rick. Come sit with me. That could be dangerous. So, so let me let me give a little intro about how I know Al. (laughs) Al, how old are you, Al? True. I'm a young 71. True. Happy birthday. Hey. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, June 30th. So beautiful. So it's the end of the fiscal year. Al is from the old shop. Yeah. Like, what, 15 Federal. years ago at least? Federal and Plastow. It's yeah, been a long time. It was, yeah. And then Al moved away, and I, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Uh-huh. And he looked different back then, and he's going, Rick, Rick. And I'm going... Why does he look so familiar? And then when he ever said LD, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> so so awesome. welcome home. Oh, it's good to be back to everybody. That's awesome. This is where I belong. Glad to have and you're still smoking cigars, which is good. Oh, of course. Beautiful Where is thing. my cigar? <laughs> I lost you it. left your cigar. She's over there. We got plenty. <laughs> no. Uh, do you guys know what a military push-up is? I know what a military want. push-up is. <laughs> and you, it almost looks like you're grinding yeah. the ground. Yeah. Those yes. who it's, called, it's called a cat stretch. Yes, thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. I was at an event not too long ago, and my friend Al here was also at that event, and there was a push-up contest. <laughs> well, let's just say I had had a few too many drinks that night. Okay. I get on the floor. I don't know. I did... 40 push-ups. Al comes out, 
and does these push-ups at the state that I was in because of my alcohol consumption that night. I wasn't sure if I should rescue him or what he was doing. I hadn't seen somebody do this type of push-up ever. So I was really confused. Do tell. It was this grinding gyration. It's a, it's a cat stretch where you, where you actually sweep. A, like a plank? I think that's Have you ever seen no, like you're humping the ground? Have you ever seen couples retreat? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And right. the and the yoga guy is right. going yes. right. yeah. <laughs> That's what Al looked like. That was Al. And I was sitting there going like this. Oh, oh my, my god, god, dear Lord, should I save him? Like is he okay? <laughs> this guy is seventy years old. Is somebody gonna help him? He didn't know what push ups were like. Hold on. But he did. The end of the story gets better. He did over fifty or sixty push ups wow. and still could have done more. Wow. I was very Good impressed. Job, very impressed with that. I could do you. one. <laughs> Maybe two. I actually bet somebody. Somebody uh, once bet me. And the he said, I'll, I'll knock out 20 before you can knock out five. He knocked out like 70 wow. before I could do two. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the ground huffing and puffing. <laughs> At the time, in 1993 or something like that, I had already been doing them for like 22 years. And I had gotten into a car accident. So I was going for physical therapy. So coming to the end, I says, you know, do you think I can start working out now? Because my back was twisted, everything was all screwed up. But anyways, she says, well, what do you mean? I says, it, it's called a cat stretch. So she goes, well, can you show me? I says, oh, I, I did one. She goes, oh, my God, don't ever do that again. That's the most <laughs> radical thing I've ever seen in my life. I says, sweetheart, I've been doing it for 22 years yeah. already. And I said, thank you very much. That's all I needed to know. And I've been doing it since. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> do you do it daily? Yes. You guys do push-ups? I'm over? down to 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Wait a minute. Day. Karate guys, you guys oh, yeah. do like well, on, on your fingers and on your knuckles. Yep. And well, that's what that it stuff. was. That's, uh, yeah, it's on, yeah, on, it's on knuckles. his knuckles. He was doing it's the best way to do them is this way. Yeah. Really? Because it, your, your, rank, your, your wrists are stronger that way. So do you, do you have, Jason, do you ever get like young kids that can pop them out? Faster oh, yeah. than you, and it's amazing the range of strength in like four, five, six-year-old kids. You got some kids that can't even right. do them on their knees, and you got right. some kids that really can. Have a some kids just walking with a naturally strong right. core, mm-hmm. and they can do all kinds of stuff. Wow! Oh. I actually know. I, I got a funny push-up story. I know somebody that owned a tattoo place in Haverhill. Young girl challenged them to push-ups, and I'll, I got news for you. Not only did she stay even with him, and this is the sensei. She started doing them on one hand and then switched over to her, her other hand. That's and, impressive. And he's doing push-ups and just looking at her. And he said something to her and she stopped. But I was like, man, she's, she's flying. And wow. She could, yeah. Younger? One of his black belts, yeah. Well, yeah, a young the, kid. It, it's probably the most complete exercise you can do because sure. it does everything. It does, it does your, your uh, midsection. It does your inner thighs. Here's the best complete feet. exercise. <laughs> this is, you, you got strengthening of the, uh, right? You get the lubrication. Bicep, right? tricep. Bicep, tricep. It's refreshing. You can write your name in the snow when you're done. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's I coordination. That's right. Very important. 12 ounce the 16 ounce goes up to his lips. 12 ounce you know? <laughs> and he places it back down on the table. That's right. <laughs> I walked into Saga's Karate Studio, Jason's studio one day, watched my son was taking uh, Very good. Lots, of, lots, lots of years with uh, Jason and his crew, and I watched for about a half an hour, and I was exhausted. I'm like, dear Lord, I watched Jason 
you know. Remember the kicks your son had? Yeah. He had phenomenal kicks. Yeah. And uh, I watched Jason move one time, and I go, how does that fat guy move like like, like <laughs> How's like that, that fat guy? Well, I'm, fat, nice. I, I'm fat, too. Yeah. And so I'm like, how does he move like that? And I can't. I'm like, dear Lord, I need that. I'm like, how do I get that? And then I watched Kung Fu Panda, and I said, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Pliability, right? <laughs> right, Jason? Pliability? Absolutely. That's it. Oh, my. He is a moving. No, the man is very talented, very skilled. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to do a lot of push-ups going up and down the trees, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'll climb a tree better than anybody. I'm the most dangerous job out there. I don't sure. care I agree. about crabbers or whatever. Yeah. These poor bastards that go up in those trees. That's just that downright dangerous. Listen, I cut my first tree I ever cut was a 150-foot white pine. I'm Oof. afraid of heights, and I'm allergic to bees, and I own a tree company. <laughs> so the first time I climbed a tree, 150-foot pine... I get up about 120 feet. Well, I get up to about 140 foot, put a rope on it, come back down to about 110. So I get, I put a notch in it. I'm trusting my life with four guys that I'm paying $12 an hour standing on the ground to pull, to pull the top of the tree over without killing me. Now, a pine tree is very flexible. So as I'm cutting it and the top starts to come off, the bottom oh, is boy. leaning. But once the top releases, the bottom is at like 15 degrees Snap off center. Back. Right. So I literally grab onto the tree and I'm like, ding, 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 uh, like 110 feet in the air going, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord. I was at Twins and I was with my brother and we were talking to somebody who was in the tree business. Uh-huh. And there was a man next to us and he told us he was from Virginia. And I said, what do you do for a living? And he said, I do a job that most people have never heard of. I'm an engineer. He goes, but what we do, our company changes the flashing strobe lights on the tops of antennas. So I said, what do you mean? He showed us a picture where they were out in the Tennessee area, a thousand feet on this pole, changing the flashing light of these beacons. And I said, a thousand feet? Are you insane? And he said, to be in our company, he goes, we give you a trial where we give you a bag. You're carrying like an 80-pound bag because you got to have your tools. It's not like you can get up there and say, yeah, you got to have your tools. tools. And he you goes, send me up a saw? We, we like you to climb <laughs> 300 feet in an hour. I want a connection And I that said, person. 300 feet? He goes, we bring you out to a pole that's about 600 feet. And I said, I said, a thousand feet. And he showed us a video. I was scared watching the video. Yeah. This guy was so high in the air. And I was like, what are you attached to? And he said, a pole. Yeah. And he goes, and that's it. And I said, is there like a ladder? And he goes, well, you climb them. And I'm thinking, you're insane. He goes, I've been doing it for 13 years, and this is, they send me all over the country. And he goes, it's the one job. There's not a lot of us that do it. Yeah. He goes, so we are range. He has the, from Virginia down to Florida, he has the entire East Coast. They need Aflac. And I'm, yes. just saying, I'm just saying. Yes, they, need they do. Connect me. So, so I, this is what I know about Aflac. What do you know? Hobby, this company started in your state, Georgia. Back in the 50s, 55, I think. So we're, and, we're our home base is, uh, corporate office is in Georgia. Yeah, and it's one of the largest. It's an insurance company, if I, if I remember this right. It's an insurance company that covers, they usually have like a payout for catastrophic illnesses. It's one of the only companies that have a cancer uh, cause in it. We have... We don't have a cancer clause. We have a cancer policy. policy. We cover everything from an injury to 
right. depth. Wow. Like Effleck. everything and anything in between, wow. we can cover you, whether you're a tree climber. So I have Aflac. Do you? And I've used it several times. Really? The short-term disability uh, claims that I've put in, so I've been hurt a bunch of times. Yeah. Obviously in the business, and with the doctors, they'll tell you you're out for 11 weeks. You submit that claim with that to Aflac. Aflac will give you your paycheck for 11 weeks up front, no questions asked. Really? Yeah. And Affleck has been the best investment. I think I pay $32 a month. Wow. And it's been my best investment in 18 years of this business. Wow. Yep. So I can I can uh, you, concur yeah. what she's saying. You're perfect right there. You know That's exactly fabulous. what we do. But we do so much more than I'm sure that. you do. I just, but for me, that's been the benefit for, as a self-employed, really? right. mm-hmm. you know, small business owner, it's been one of my most wow. prized. Is there a, mo- a minimum amount of people the company has to have? Three people. Three people. Yep. Wow. Great testimonial. Praise. Yep. I know. I'm, thank you. You're welcome. I'm, you I swear by it. I'm, like, Amazing. I will always have Aflac. You could have paid enough for that. I didn't pay for that. No, I have other insurance, but Aflac is uh, fantastic. I put my wife down and one of my kids who does paperwork. That's all we need. Very nice. He's a soccer player. He gets hurt. No? Uh, Yeah? Yeah. Pays bills. It's fantastic. Best investment I've made. Cool. Thank you. Very nice. I can't thank you enough for that. No problem. Now you can go enjoy yourself for the rest of the night. I'll finish your... your, your uh... <laughs> you want my cigar, too? <laughs> no, thank you. Anybody who wants to come in? Yeah, this isn't... This come on, is Robert. I'm going to take off, but I just want to okay. say thank you. Great, Great to see you. everybody. Yep. Again. Thank who you. Who wants me? So Cap? are you retired now, Cap? or are you... No, I'm not retired. I've just put the right people in the right position where so I just... So you can manage. Oh, there goes Maria the Duck. Bye, Maria the Maria Duck. The thank the you. Duck. All right, this guy's fit, and he's wearing an American flag, so I'm thinking you were a soldier. Marine Corps. Marine Corps, thank oh. you for serving. You appreciate How that, long guys. were you in? Uh, five years. Thank you for serving. So, uh, school me up. What do we got going, Jens? Well, we're doing a cigar podcast. Where's your cigar? I just sat down. Sorry, I got you jammed up on the way over here. I mean... You need one? Absolutely. Let's give him there? the best of the best. Send him a... He's a Marine. Cigar. He knows how to smoke Maduro. a cigar. Well, he's a Marine. He's going to well, have the best. What was your MOS, sir? Infantryman. Okay. I was a 50 cal gunner. Really? We like to call it the Ma Deuce. Yeah. Ma-deuce. Well, have you ever smoked the Ma Deuce? I have not. All yeah. right. A little education here. Corona cigar. Uh, actually, Cigar Life also carries them. Cigar Life uh, in Lakeland, Florida, carries a cigar that is called the Ma Deuce. Let me, let me show you something. There you go. Oh, Harvey's got it in his hand. Ooh, Harvey's got his 50 cal pen. You, you were seeing one of these before? <laughs> so that's about the size. Yeah, that is the size. <laughs> that's a 50 cal. That's a 50 cal. You can, you can hear them coming. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, 50 cal shell convert it to a pen. So there's a cigar <laughs> place in Lakeland, Florida that sells something from a, a company called Hooten and Young. Okay. Hooten, I think he was a staff sergeant, but he was on the second Blackhawk in the movie Black Hawk Down. He was the second uh, Blackhawk that shot up the first one, and a lot of the movie is about him. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And, um, Powerful stuff. And they made a cigar, and it's called the Ma Deuce. Wow. And it looks, it looks, it looks identical like, to a shell. It's in that shape. It's in the shape of stuff. the decal shell. I love it. So it's a torpedo. Yeah. It's a well, torpedo. Sort of. Well, sort it's of. It's a figure out of. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you heard much about the... Uh, what, what is your name, by the way? Nick Icardi. Nick. Nick, nice Nick. to meet you. I'm Nick. from the Worcester area. Okay, we're yeah. the cigar hats. Nice yeah. to meet you. Chris. 
Good to meet you, Chris. Good to meet you. So Thank I actually I just started my own podcast. Oh really? Um, what do you do? It's called the uh, Hard to Kill Podcast. So it's uh, two Marines. We uh, actually joined the Marine Corps in the buddy program. Okay. And uh, we deployed together, went to Afghanistan, Iraq. We're from the Massachusetts area, and we're basically trying to shine the light on PTSD and some of the mental health stuff that our guys are going through. Sure. Um, coming back from over there. Ooh, it's wow. not talked about a lot. I'm just trying to... It is in my sh- business. Sh- shine the light on it a little bit, and uh, just try- basically just trying to help guys like my- myself. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm a board-certified psychiatric nurse. Wow. And uh, retired from the state after 35 years, and now work at a local hospital. In psych. I see a lot of PTSD. So that's actually something I'm along. trying to... Yeah, we get along good. <laughs> that's, that's actually something I'm trying to talk about because I feel like there's not enough people that really understand it. And when I say that, I'm not trying to put myself out there like that, but I'll, I'll tell you a little bit. I've, I've gone through a lot of programs, and I've talked to a lot of guys that have tried to help me, and it right. doesn't seem like... I don't know if it's because they're not from the elements or if they haven't done it, but... PTSD is, is, is new to a certain degree when I say that being out in the open. I don't know if you need to be from that when I say that, actually go and deploy and been through some stuff. I feel like that's the best type of person to help the type of person that's going through it. And just from my experience, I feel like a lot of people that try to help me don't really understand it. So trauma, I have a couple responses to that. People who are alcoholics that go through AA, do you have to be a member of AA to, to help somebody? And the answer to that is no. So PTSD is about trauma. And so a lot of the therapists that are out there may not be soldiers, but they still understand all about trauma. And trauma's tough. I mean, look, you guys are the Marines. You guys are the tough guys, but nobody said you had failings. And so guys are coming home with after seeing horrific things, and they can't deal. Something we also got to understand, though, is they teach us to keep it here and not that's right. talk about it. You can only bottle up so much. That's right. That's right. That's, that's totally opposite of what they should be doing. That's kind of what I'm trying to put out there. Yeah. Yeah. So how long yeah. have you been doing the podcast? Uh, we're in our second month. Oh, it's just new. Yeah. <laughs> So we're learning all about the bells and whistles. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. editing process is yeah. kind of stumbling sure. us a little bit. Oh, but, uh, he's yeah. a master. I do it all. We've been doing this for four and a half years every wow. week. Impressive. And uh, yeah, it, it, editing is a lot of work. How did uh, how did you guys meet? If you don't mind me asking. We actually are all from a cigar store. Well, most of us are from a cigar store that was called uh, Plastow Cigar, uh, Federal Cigar, Federal Cigar yeah. in Plastow, New Hampshire. Okay. And we all kind of met there. We became friends, good friends, best friends. And then when Federal closed down, we went across the street to Plastow Cigar and picked up some more guys. That's where we met Harvey. We've become the best of buds, and we started the show. And Dave actually is the original on the on the show, taking over for the Cold Draw. Yeah, so they used and to do a podcast out of the shop there called the Cold Draw, and they did it. It was sporadic, basically, a bunch of guys getting together and, you know, getting drunk, smoking cigars, and <laughs> talking about talking trash. Sounds familiar, Rick. Yeah. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, like us. The guy who was producing it fell off the face of the earth. He started a business, got a girlfriend, and he couldn't do it anymore. So the other two guys who were involved in it said, man, we missed doing that. I said, what the heck? I could produce a podcast. How tough can it be? Well, then we never looked back. <laughs> so that's how it started. Uh, so something that I've learned, or I like to think I've learned from doing it is trying to just capture the art of a conversation. We've tried planning it, and we've tried just 
sitting down like you guys are right now, and yeah. I don't know if you're going off the cuff or if it's you... It's mostly off the... Well, we do have a, a, a show a notes script. here. We have kind of a thing to go by, but it goes all over the place. Yeah. Would and you say you sit down like the day prior and... and yeah, I'd write this up. Yeah, i do it. So we have a couple of different segments. You know, we already covered the, the mailbag and the news section and, and whatnot, and we'll do current events pretty soon. So the, the formula is we smoke a cigar and just talk. And we do Scar Lounge review, so each show we'll talk about a different place that we've been to. And uh, usually we do a blind cigar review, so we cover up the bands and everybody smokes the same cigar. We talk about, so that happens, but when we do an event like this, it doesn't really work. Everybody's smoking something different. The beautiful thing about covering up a cigar is, so let's say Al owns a company, and we're going to tell him the truth. If it's a good cigar, we're going to rate it well. And if it's a bad cigar... I'm going to throw it in the lake (laughs) because it does me no good to lie and say it's a good cigar if it's a piece of crap. So we tell people the God's honest truth, what we think. And for a hack to give a cigar, a nine or above, it's a great cigar. And so usually the end of the year, we talk about what our great cigars were, what made the list. Gotcha. But also at the same time, it's not just the hacks; it's also who you brought on the That's band, right. such That's as us. Right. And by the way, the, this is guys like us. Very good. like you're like in that. Oh, movie. I thought you liked that. And to get back to your question, if I could, guys, you know, sort of how do we do? How do you do it off the cuff or scripted? Absolutely scripted. But I think what might help is don't overthink it. Do it right. off the cuff. Get definitely get something put together, but don't be afraid to just. Yeah. Have Go. have a have, have the a, conversations, a but, we, but, it, but let it flow. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Into whatever absolutely. It, it does flow into. We have three base. You know, for anybody who wants to be a hack, usually they come to our show, and usually around the second or third show, we ask three questions, and I've only kept one question the same. We make it up as we go. Yeah. Then we swear you in. You become a hack. You come whenever you can. Yeah. And I mean, the Danvers crew, for the most part, are all hacks. I mean, you guys have been on our show numerous times. Am I a hack? You're a hack. Have you been sworn in? <laughs> have you been sworn in? No, you're a hack. So. No, okay, so, so watch. We're going to show you the official swearing-in ceremony. <laughs> Outstanding. Okay, so to the white Chris Rock. I'm going to raise my right oh, hand. Okay, wait. Oh, you have to ask him the question. <laughs> so, you're not so gonna write I am. You're not Real fast. Right for me, baby. <laughs> and to our listeners, I think you'll enjoy this. <laughs> right. So we already know what you're going to bring to the hacks, because you, you brought a lot of experience and so forth really? uh, with, know, with knowing, you know, you know a lot of stuff and... Uh, so I'm going to skip the first question. I'm going to ask you just, you know, one basic question. Answer this as honest as possible. Roger that. Because, again, you know, you're the manager of a fine institution, so I expect the honest truth. Have you ever Dutch ovened your wife? <laughs> <laughs> it's a yes-no question. Could you repeat the question? Have you ever Dutch ovened your wife? Yes, of course. Okay. Nice. Well, let's do the official okay. swearing again. Right you you're a hack right on baby right on i appreciate you so hello hello and and so Uh, and we got about 30 hacks around the country that are involved with the show it's always different crew it's usually the three of us are pretty much all the time six staples that are usually there yeah and so it rotates so the thing about the nice thing about this podcast is if you can make it, you can make it. If you can't, you can't. So you can. It's not everybody it's, has to do it every week. It's just whenever you can do it, you come and you join us, and, and we just have a blast. And it's just like this. We smoke cigars. We talk trash. And so from the outside looking in, obviously I'm impressed. I mean, I just started. Right. And if you could, just a piece of advice for someone starting from the bottom 
Okay. What, what would you tell me? The one piece of advice. I, so okay. So when we started to do this, I went and talked to Dave Garofalo, who does the Cigar Authority podcast, which is the longest running cigar podcast ever. in the country ever. 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 Yes. Okay, they've been doing it for eleven years. Yeah. Two guys smoke shop. Two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Garofalo. Two guys. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. guys. So this is very Cigar Authority. And so uh, they still in Salem. Yeah. They got yes. a nice studio there. Salem, Seabrook, yeah. and so Nashua. He started a podcast studio up there in Salem. So if you want to do a podcast, you can rent the studio. They do all the production work and all that stuff for you. I went and talked to him and said, we're going to start doing a cigar podcast. And we need to do something different than what you're doing and what the other guys are doing. And I explained what our format was going to be and everything. He says, okay, I got one piece of advice for you. You have to be consistent. You have to put the show out on time every week because you have listeners who are, are expecting <coughs> that it's going to be there. And that's the thing. It's being consistent. You got to put it out every time. If you miss, then you lose your listeners because they that's that's not, it's not there, and then they don't come back the next week because it wasn't there or whatever. So that's <coughs> lose interest. That's the one thing to keep consistent. So something that's actually surprised me since I started the way I got into it was YouTube. Yeah. So someone has uh, that I know or through YouTube I watch his videos. It's called the Soft White Underbelly. It's a gentleman called Mark Ladia who yeah. goes around the world and he interviews all different types of people. He started interviewing war veterans, and that's something that I hold, you know, close to my heart. So I, you know, I started watching them, and unfortunately, the guys that he interviewed were—I don't want to say lying, but it seemed to me—and I'm pretty spot on with this stuff—is they were telling someone else's story. Mm-hmm. So I contacted him immediately. I let him know how I felt, and he he said, "If you think you can do better, you know, show us your cards." Mm-hmm. And so I sent him a small video, and he said instantly he wanted me to, you know, go down and do his podcast. So I did, and it was one of the most humbling experiences that I've, you know, I never thought I would be good at, you don't think that you'd be good at doing a podcast, it's not something that you, you know, Mm -hmm. think that is something that you can do, but it just kind of came to me, and just not to be rude, just to interview my my buddy over here, this is, uh, Sean Ingram was in the Marines with me, Uh, we actually met each other, hey Sean, thank you, we met each other in Okinawa, Japan, Uh Uh, so... I can't remember the first time I met you. If you would, give them a little something about yourself, Sean. Yeah. My whole thing is I want to bring a little comedy to the military world because there's so many stories that you never hear, you know, that are the funniest things that we can always talk about. It's the stories that when veterans meet up with each other, those are the stories, you know, that you can't wait to discuss with each other hey you remember that time and we're with that hooker (laughs) but but you know what i'm saying but it's uh it's it's good times those are those are the things that are that i think would be funny for people to hear because there's a lot of veteran podcasts that are already out i think ours can pop in a little different sense but you know i i served five years we were both military police we got to we met each other in okinawa japan but we kind of had our little boston crew you know grew up in the Danvers Topswood area and you know he grew up not on the other side of the in my eyes the planet we we grew very close we fell apart and then we linked back up and then we were both kind of thinking on the podcast route this is the way to go you know we both have a sense of humor we both want to help veterans out there's a big community that needs to be spoken to what is the name of the cigar group that Chappie's involved with that he mentioned last week Operation Deployed Operation so, deployed. So where's the, where's the hooker story? And I have a perfect drop for you. <laughs> so hang on. Here we go. Here's Wait. 
Oh, my girlfriend's going to love this one. So I was in a Soapies. Wait, oh, well, you, can't, you can't just say Soapies and not give them a little something. <laughs> so there's two different establishments in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, one is called the Yosh, and the other is called uh, Soapies. Soapies. First off, sir, how much money are you willing to pay? <laughs> That's where, you know, do you want class? You know, no. so... So, so Yoshi's, that's where you go if, uh, you know, the red lights, you see them in the window. I guess I'll pick that one. Uh-huh. You know, that's in Okinawa. You're not supposed to be there. The, all, all the officers, when you get to the island, they say you get like a... A list. Oh, you get a list of where you don't go. Right. Uh-huh. But instantly when oh. you see that, that's when you know where it's Suckers, exactly. I know exactly where the fun is, you know. <laughs> you know that's exactly where I'm going. Where go. so, so I'm going exactly there. You know, you're like 20, 21 years old. Right. You know, over there, you're allowed to drink at 20. So it's just like oh, I'm like I'm I'm balling out at 20 years old. You you go around and you pick one out. You feel filthy at the end. But here's the other thing: when you go to Soapies, you don't. So, <laughs> Hence the name. Yeah. So so when you go to Soapies, you literally show up. The yakuza runs the whole thing. Ooh, you you Jesus. call in a cab. You say, "Hancho, I want to go to Soapies." And the thing about Soapies is that when you get to Island. The senior Marines are there are already telling you about Soapies. So you know it's a good establishment. You know, it's more uh, of initiation. Yeah. Yeah. My dad came here years ago. And uh <laughs> And he had her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had her. <laughs> hey, I'm looking for Betty. Dad yeah. said Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well that's the banana show. <laughs> oh I love you a long time, Joel. Yeah. So you get you get there, you pick out your girl. She gives you a massage. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, of a newer massage. It's not very known in the establishments of the United States. But you pick out your girl. Sorry, Mom. And then do we really have to figure out all this you nope. know, right no, now? No, no, no. We kind of get the picture. Yeah. Get it. Excellent. Well, well, they clean you after. Let's just put it that way. You, you don't leave like feeling a scumbag. <laughs> Very good. I think, it's, I think it's kind of ironic we're on a uh, cigar, cigar podcast show. because in the Marines, usually these conversations happen in the smoke pit. Yep. Yeah. So yep. we have smoke pits in the Marine Corps, and usually around 12, 1 o'clock when you get out of the bar, the smoke pit is where everything goes down. So, and, so I have yep. a question for you both. When you were both in the field, yes. did you get cigars? Um, because there's cigars groups, there's, there's cigar for warriors, and there's this new company that operation deployed in Afghanistan. We did okay. So there, if we were on a long mission, my old staff sergeant used to love lighting one up after right. long. If you're out for like four or five days, you get back to the rear and you light one up. We're not weren't allowed to drink out there, so. Let them know though nice. it's always in the rear because if you're if you're outside of the wire, yeah, so. which is technically in a mission or in a dangerous area, yeah. you don't want to give away your position ever. Yeah. So smoking usually is is frowned upon, but yeah. when you come back to the rear, usually you get awarded some kind of something. And yeah, you'll have up. berms high above you. You want to obviously be in a place where you know it's they don't, they don't see that nice right. nice red cherry. So. Uh, but yeah, we would always, after the long mission, we'll come back and we'll light one up or especially when the first cigar and beer that you get back, we, you, a lot of Marines coming out of Afghanistan, you go to Kyrgyzstan first, Montes Air Force Base, and you're allowed to drink two beers and there's cigars there. So that was probably the best cigar I've ever had mm. was the first one I had when I was in Montes, which is you're out of combat. You got through it. You know, you're just. You're kind of living large because you're with all your friends. It's over. There's nothing but good times ahead of you. You're going to get some leave. So you're both sitting in front of a gentleman that served 24 years in the Army. 
including oh, Vietnam. Oh, I picked that up because he wasn't saying anything. <laughs> um, well, and and you, my sir. father was military Navy. Sorry. I have a question, if you don't uh, mind me asking. So, to Jason. Yep. Jason, you, you also train adults, correct? A lot of them, yeah. What do you do when somebody these guys' size, Marine, walks in, doesn't really know, you know, knows from fighting, but doesn't really know the art of karate? How well, do we you... try to we try to kind of tame them down a little bit. Most of the Marines, I have a handful of Marines that come in now. You guys know Sean Connell? Yes. Familiar, yeah. He's down in, uh, he lives down in Hanover. He has a podcast. I know who he is. Yeah, good kid. It's basically the Marine guys, you got to tame them down. You gotta try to you gotta try to reel them in and try to take some of that raw you, toughness out of them and try to try to teach them a little bit of the so art they, and stuff. Do, do they? I mean, you and Marines are the toughest guys out there. What's the name of the uh, your, your buddy that's with you that was here last year? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're both black, multiple black belts. Yep. So and I'm sure they test you. Thank you. No, like, not, not really. There's a lot of respect. The, the military guys are like my best students because they understand the training, they understand the chain of command and stuff. It's just. The training they get in the service is a lot different than what we right. do. A lot of the martial arts in the United States, that's where it started from, was guys were going over to Okinawa. They were right. going to Korea. Korea. And they were bringing the stuff back. Right. Maybe, you know, they would train for a year or two. They'd bring back a little bit of stuff and then kind of work on that and stuff before, you know, it became so globally there's, popular. There, but. There's a famous movie called Ip Man. Sure. And that was Bruce Lee's instructor. Yep. And Bruce Lee got brought to the Marine Corps to yep. teach them martial arts yeah. and they yep. thought they picked on him at first till he kicked their asses yeah, that was, i'm sure, yeah. they, sure yeah. they thought twice so, about that after. yeah exactly <laughs> but i saw that so, show I, I think chuck norris actually learned his martial arts in okinawa so yeah, wow. he did. yeah. yeah. Well, actually, he was korea, in the I, believe, I believe korea was i could korea? be wrong on that but for no, some no, reason no, i think korea I'm, I'm talking on my ass it could be because wow. he's like 83 i think 83 yeah, 83. yeah so but no to be honest with you the military guys are my best students because they understand they they train and they, you know, I love it. They fold their geese a certain way, you know, right. the uniform. They fold their belts a certain way. They're so regimented, you know, and so it's, it's a lot of fun training. I would love to be there the day you take them down a few notches. So well, I, I have uh, Sean Connell, the kid Sean Connell. He drives up. He lives in Hanover. My yeah. studio's in August. Yeah, he drives up once or twice a week, takes a really? lesson with me. I get another guy. He lives in Danville, New Hampshire. His name is Mark Kearney. He was a Marine as well. He drives down <laughs> from Danville, New Hampshire really? once a week, every Monday. To, to come to? Yeah. We have a lot. The military, they don't care. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the military. Well, I think you, you provide balance for a lot of veterans, which I appreciate the fact that you do that. Because a lot of veterans, they come out, especially our generation, the GWAT era, you know, global war and terrorism era, or the volunteer era, where we don't have that same like group feeling of World War II, Vietnam. We're kind of speckled through society now, and more than ever, especially over the last three years, you lose community completely. Absolutely. And I think your gym probably provides that, especially with training. And I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. For, a funny story with Sean Connell. You know, he, he calls me on a Sunday. And he said, hey, I just got a service dog. You know, I can technically I can go anywhere with the dog. It's a big deal if I bring it to the dojo. I go, no, not a big deal. Comes in. He has a great Dane. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like 230 pounds Oreo. It's black and white. Oreo is his name. <laughs> Great dog passed away recently. Great oh. dog, but uh, I'm like seriously, Sean, you couldn't get a, a chihuahua, <laughs> a dachshund, and a beagle. So you had to get a, a great dame thing. What a moose! It was a horse. So right. said, that's not a dog. How many hands horse. high did it stand? To so it? I, well, I said to him, "I go, that's not a dog. That's a horse." God, if I, if I may, just you know, you were talking sure. about telling stories. I wish 
my father was still alive because he could he used to tell stories. I actually have a video of him talking about two or three different different stories at one point. And you're right. In, in regards to the stories that they could tell, was so interesting. It was so it's so different. The the war today. And, you know, my father used to make a joke about Marines. Now, you hear a lot of stories about Marines and Navy. They don't get along very well. And my father used to say, yeah, we had to have no. girlfriends on our ship. Nothing. And my father was hardcore and many, many years in. And he used to make this crack. But he used to say, we always felt bad because this was the Korean War. And he goes, we dropped these guys off. And we knew most would not return. These yeah. were infantrymen, which... And this is wartime, but what you're seeing today, you talk about trauma, is very, very different. So, back to, so thank you both very, very much, A, for serving, and B, for what you're doing, because it, it's very important out there. Aren't the Marines, are, are they a division of the Navy? They are. They don't play nice. <laughs> no. my, fa- my father told that if it Giants wasn't for the Marines, don't get they along. always, well, my father no, was I remember that don't ask. So was mine, So, yeah. you know, he's always said that, you know, the Army guys were, the, you know, like, yeah, they were the, the smart The sea-wee-wees. When, <laughs> when the Army used to harass the Seabees, the Marines would come in and say, enough, boys. Yeah. Leave these guys alone. If it wasn't for these guys, you wouldn't yeah. be where you are, so. Yeah. Sir, if you With don't. With that, I'm going to have to say right. goodbye. If you don't mind me asking, uh, what'd you do in the Army? I was a combat engineer. And you, you served 20? 20. 20, 20, 4 years. Did you, uh, did you go in theater at all? or Yes. Where, if you don't mind me asking. I was in the uh, Central Islands. I went over there in, as a transportation truck driver. But as you know, you MOS, uh, MOS we'll see you later. doesn't Bye. necessarily have you do that one thing. <laughs> That's for sure. Not anymore. You're hanging around. And they're going out on the patrol, and they're short a guy or two guys. Hey, you grab your grab your rucksack, go get your your basic ammo load, uh, get a couple of grenades, some claymores. Get augmented in. Yep, and get augmented in. So, what would you say nowadays? What do you think? What do you think about it? Well, you're talking about you know war is war, but the Vietnam War was a lot different. Yeah, the tactics changed. Uh, post nine one one, you had people over there that really didn't know what they were doing. You had officers and uh, higher-ranking NCOs were over there just to do upper mobility. They could care less about the soldiers. Yeah, I, I feel like um, a lot of people compare us, our war, to Vietnam today. As far as like we're the new Vietnam War yep. vets, I hear that all the yes. time. You know, they had second lieutenants who were squad leaders and even company commanders that didn't know how to read a map. And when after they had the Tet Offensive in 1968, they built up the draft. They draft everyone. And they draft what they called, uh, you know, Robert McLamara was the Secretary of Defense at that time. Yes. And he decided they, they need bodies. So he brought in people that had no education. They called them McNamara's morons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys that didn't have an education. We might have been Bush's Di- morons. Guys, <laughs> di- guys from the South who hadn't finished high school, didn't know how to tie the shoes, didn't know how to count one to ten, and just threw them through basic training. 
pushed them through, sent them over there. They lasted sometimes maybe five hours, sometimes maybe a day or two days or whatever. It was just stupid. The whole thing was stupid. And all you worried about is trying to take care of your buddy. And if you got assigned to one of those McNamara morons, you had to be extra careful because they could get you killed. You had to be around people that you could trust. We, we, we heard a story from, so one of the members of our crew was a command sergeant major, and he said he got a phone call one day with somebody that was calling up and saying, exactly right. saying my drill sergeant yelled at me. It's like, that's the problem nowadays. The, I, the problem is, is we used to have a slogan when we were both getting out, the good Marines get out. And the issue is that they didn't want to keep the combat experienced guys in because they're the guys with the sleeve tattoos right we're the you know we're we're warriors we're Mar- you know we're what modern day warriors they're pushing in, the in a lot of ti- in a lot of times when it comes to the officer echelon they are it's all about how good they look yeah. you know because it's all about promotion because they they're doing this for a career we might only be in for four or five years so i get it but at the same time, that's where it's been. It's been the same thing historically since the beginning of time. It's always the brass gets, you know. Well, that's why. Point, so. so that so bringing this whole thing back to cigars. That's why I asked, did you get all the cigars that we sent over? We didn't have a shortage. That, that's for sure. Yeah, that's good. No, we appreciate. Yeah, that. we appreciate that. Sure. That's yeah. good. All right. So I want to get Rick in here. You just put a headset on. What's going on, gentlemen? So Rick is running this whole show here. It is a pleasure to be here. And pleasure to you have for you guys. Everything. Pleasure. Thank you oh, for yeah, your yeah. service. Of course. Thank What's you. going thank on, you. gentlemen? Thank you. Appreciate it, man. So, we'll be calling you up for a so we just went off on a complete tangent. We did. <laughs> which was a good tangent. Because we brought her back around tangent. to cigars again, which is what we do on this show. Uh, so tell us about your uh, event here. So let me first start out by saying. Gentlemen, thank you for being here, these Marines. Thank you. Uh, the guy to my left, Jason Scaduto, happens to be my karate instructor still to this day. I don't oh, know how he puts up with me. He gets to kick his ass. He huh? does get to kick my ass. <laughs> Dunko to my right, knowing him from Spooky World, and you guys are always love having you here at these events. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, we throw events throughout the year. I always try to have the cigar hacks. And I think thank that you. was another great event because of you guys. Well, thank you. Thank we got you. a lot so of people. Is, went through two boxes. So this is the Route 1... BNG. So it's Route group. 1 BNG and Route 1 Magazine. Yeah. And Route 1 BNG means Route 1 Business Networking Group. I don't know. I wasn't over in Afghanistan fighting anyone, but I connect people. That's that's what <laughs> I do for us. <laughs> a beautiful thing. Yeah. And thank you. No, thank you. Thank you guys so Very much. much. Yeah. One so. interesting thing, too. It really has nothing to do with anything. Going back to you guys. Rick, what's the first thing we do and the last thing we do when we enter the dojo? What do we bow to? So we bow to the flag, the American flag, flag, every time. Yeah, every okay. single time. And we have a very diverse... Oh, the kids uh, today are... With the, the diversity we have amongst the kids is from every ethnicity imaginable yeah. today. But it's the first thing we do, and it's the last thing we do. And when I see a kid kind of hesitate or anything, I get into my speech to the point where my son will go like this sometimes. He teaches with me a lot. like, like him, But it, it <laughs> really bothers me. I always say I give the same speech all the time. And it's the first thing we do. We bow to the flag. First thing we do is the last thing we do when we leave. And I... Try explaining to these kids that are from. I have a kid that just started from Nigeria. He's bound just out. He doesn't know why he's bound. But I tell, I explain to him. We live in the absolute best country in the entire world, and it's because of our military that we can do this stuff. That's people, right. people well, don't get it, and we're the best you know, ones the last, to do it so far. You know, through the Trump years, it, things were got a little you know uh, contentious, dicey, dicey, dicey yeah. and stuff. 
and even now, like with Corona and everything, I feel like people, it's a, it's a little bit different of a world and stuff. But I tell kids, I go, this countries you can't practice martial arts in. This That's right. Countries you can't walk down the street. We can do that because of our military. That's we right. take Veterans Day serious, Fourth of July serious. We take all the holidays serious, but every single day we pay respect to that flag. Yep. I'm not a military guy, but I, when I tell you, I can't explain to you how much respect I have for the military and our flag and our country. We live in the best country in the world. Look at yep. us. We're out here doing We're this free. thing. We're you know? free. You know, you don't see enough people doing that nowadays, true. and I commend you for yeah, doing it's that. It's the first thing they do, and it's the last thing they do. And trust me when I tell you, they they wouldn't be welcome around there if they didn't want to. If they didn't yeah, want well, to we, participate we, in it. We, we live in a great country. To, I, I do believe that we have to keep the morals still alive within our our country because if yeah. we don't do that, then we're going to let everyone win. You know, right. against us. So. I sign my sign. If you have a Google Saga's Karate and you see an you know, exterior picture of it. Is an American flag with the Saga's Karate logo oh. and a, this this logo is on the time, side. Man. I drive, but, drive by it all the time. Okay, and the American flag yeah. is behind it. I mean, yes, it's sir. it's it's not propaganda. It's the truth. Absolutely. We, I mean, my family's from Sicily originally. My grandparents are from Shaka, Sicily. They came over here with nothing. Guy that works for me, in my real estate business. He came over here with like fifteen dollars in his pocket. Good friend of mine came from. He came from Brazil. Good friend of mine came here from. Ireland with nothing. The American and he's, dream. And, and the American dream is what you make of it. And it's Absolutely. still it's still there and it's still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, but you just got to go after opportunity. Right. We, we live in a phenomenal country. The mm-hmm. opportunity is endless. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do a segment here called Current Events. And just explain what this is. Is um, all the cigar lounges that we've done a review of, because we generally do a cigar lounge review on each episode. We follow their Facebook events and, and so that's what this list is, as these places we've... One of the hacks has been to each one of these places. All throughout the country. All over the place. So whenever nice. anybody travels on business or vacation or whatnot, checks out a, a place, then we do a spotlight on the show for it. And uh, then we got Harvey here, reads the current events generally. And uh, you ready to go with that there, Harvey? Yeah, we're good. Okay, let's do it. Okay, folks, here we go. Two guys smoke shop. Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. Cigar Smoking World Championship... 2022 qualified event on Friday, July 29th at 6 p.m. in Salem. Only 40 seats, and that's $99.99 per person. Then we'll go down to Twins, Londonderry, New Hampshire. Saturday Night Live music from 5 to 8 p.m. and it's 724 Lounge. It's 724 month. Celebrate Twins' 25th anniversary Friday, July the 22nd, 5 to 8 p.m. and win prizes. Third Thursday. Hive Herb in Hooksit on Thursday, July 21st from 4 to 7 p.m. It's BYOB in Hooksit Pipe Club. Presents dinner on the deck with Cornell and Deech Deals. 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 Master Blender Jeremy Reeves, August the 13th. And that's 5 to 7 p.m. on the 724 Lounge Deck in Londonderry. That's $80 per person. Includes tons of stuff. Limited to 30 seats. Public meet and greet with Jeremy Reeves. 12 to 4 p.m. in the 724 Lounge. Then we're going up north, up in the mountains. We're going to Original Cigar and Bar North, North Conway, New Hampshire. As always, buy five cigars, get one free, plus 10% off bar, military, and first response. That's used guys. Yeah. 10% <laughs> at their or yeah. original. <laughs> I, they, they do. When we were up there, they, they I think they, they gave me a little bit more than 10% off. Okay. Uh, still in North Conway, New Hampshire. We're going to Cigar Shenanigans, North Conway, New Hampshire. 
the prodigious potato potluck Saturday, July the 23rd, 6 p.m. Bring a potato-based dish for an extra cigar. Hey, $40 per person, including three, four cigars and more. RSVP by 720. Okay, then we go to Rattle Off Cigar Shop and on the Rocks Lounge. Only two weeks left for Thursday. Uh, trivia Friday and Saturday, live music karaoke. Okay, El Toro, Hudson, New Hampshire. Update hours are 12 to 8.30 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, and then uh, the Breakaway Lounge here in Denver's Mass. Host Lodge of Hydration on August the 3rd, organized by the Essex Lodge of Salem, Mass. That's $12 per person. Pizza and chicken, wings, outdoor patio, and fire pit with cigars by Cigars or Us of Danvers. Down in Worcester, we're going to go. We're going to go Victory Bar and Cigar Worcester, Mass. New swag is in. Get them before they're gone. Then we're going to same city, Michael Cigar Bar, Worcester, Mass. Live music Wednesday through Sunday and movie Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, then we're going down to Rhode Island. Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge Pawtuck at Rhode Island is open. Vacation is over. Yeah, they were closed for 10 days or vacation, the whole place. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Okay, we're, Must still be in, Italian. we're still in Rhode Island. We're going to Vintage Cigar Lounge and Club, Western Rhode Island. Get nasty with Nick Laramie for a Drew Estate and Nika. What's that, Adobe? Oh, yep, Adobe. Yep. Adobe event Friday, July the 29th at 8 p.m. Then we're going out into Keystone State. We're going out to Best Cigar Pubs and Drums, Pennsylvania. Cohiba, in-store event with Sean Williams, July the 28th at 4 p.m. Then we're going down to Tennessee, Smokers Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee. Poker every Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the East Nashville location. Then we're going to Texas. We're going to Fuego, Rockwall, Texas Cigars and Coffee every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Uh, then we're going to Matt Cigar Bar slash Riverside Cigars, Jeffersonville, Indiana. New hours, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Thursday through Sunday until 12 Mondays, Wednesday. Every Thursday night, come and sip and smoke with DJ Stacy Broadway for some Neo Soul and R&B for, from 9 to midnight. And last but not least, we're going down to Florida, going to Zach's Beach Castle Cigars, Nary Esther, Florida. July special deals. Get a 25-count humidor with digital hydrometer with a Zycar MTX multi-tool, a Zycar plunge lighter, a Zycar ash can, a cigar caddy, a draw enhancer, and a big Bovita pack are just $110 while the limits supply last and that's it folks for the current events outstanding hobby? only one that's pretty good that's good hobby hasn't had enough to drink yet yeah uh, come <laughs> couple on more, couple more wines well let's say i had uh, well i got this beer left here mm-hmm. i got the wine left here hobby, i can't drink good. too much anyway so uh, so what's the next event rick so right now we don't have anything planned you know what before covid we had at least one minimum one event a month Sometimes two. Last year was the first event coming out of COVID. Yep. And then uh, you guys joined us oh, at, yeah, at, right. the, at the expo. Yep. So I'm probably going to do that expo in the fall. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm thinking I'm going to go to like maybe four events a year rather than once nice. a month, so that at yeah. least people are right. like, "Hey, we're doing an event." 
I love having you guys, so I hope you keep coming. Yes. And we'll Thank see where that you. goes. But yes. I'm a big cigar guy. And Dave Hack, you're always sure. with me, brother. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Nurse so, Rick. Yeah, so that the expo, uh, Reverend Harvey over here. Reverend Harvey. So uh, the expo, we brought the limo down for that. So we have a, Sean, yeah. we have a limo that we go to all these lounges in. Oh, nice. That's, that's just the mobile cigar lounge. Smoking. Uh, There's two humidors, a uh, bottle of Basil Hayden. There's actually a very expensive, nice bottle of whiskey in there right now well, that's, that's mostly drunk. And a uh, <laughs> an- another Much bottle. Much like you. Yeah. Uh, yeah There's a uh, storage unit, oh. Johnny, in there, too. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff in yeah. there. At the expo, we brought, it was at the hotel. Spring Hill uh, Suites. Ex- yeah, it was at their little right in PV. One of the, 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 the uh, function hall there. Yeah, Spring Hill Suites. And you Hill can't Suites smoke cigars in there, so we had the limo parked right outside, yeah. and anybody who wanted to have a cigar could go out in the limo and hang out. Oh, we had, oh, a, we, we had a quite a few time. people yeah. came out there. Yeah. Yeah. Full stretch limo. Yeah. So hopefully I'll see you guys again at that. Yes. Yep, we'll do that And again. I keep talking yeah. about doing an exclusive cigar event, so maybe mm-hmm. one of these days we'll do something. I, mean, I don't that, know. This isn't? Maybe we should do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. something just exclusive cigar. Yeah. Maybe you guys are like the focus. I don't know. This is pretty close. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This but is pretty good. Yeah, this was a good cigar. Really, event. really yeah. love it. The weather having. held up, too. Normally we would rate the cigar, but everybody's smoking something different here. So, so. I mean, you can talk about your cigar there. What do you think of that? Which one I, do you have? You got the... I have the... Um, Oh, you got the the cat. That's yeah, the cat Fonzo, special. Fonzo specialty. Yeah, cat Fonzo. I think this is delicious. I'm yeah. sucking it down like a. Yeah, that's not uh, a bad cigar. Yeah, like a yeah. margarita. Like a yeah. margarita. Yeah, that's what I'm looking it's, for right it's, there. It's actually a two guys, you know, bundle cigar. It's they're one of their house brands, and they're pretty decent. Uh, I like the a couple of uh, different vitolas in in that one there that I like. So there's it's very there's smooth. This is delicious. Mm. Thank you guys mm-hmm. very much. So oh. let me brag about two guys for a second so i buy you guys are going to laugh at me i buy the box pressed very basic cigar from them yeah they're like the little robustos yeah buy them in bundle that's what i smoke yep. however if someone wants to buy me a nice cigar padrone don't go <laughs> good to know i'm a padrone guy but i i smoke the box press this isn't one i don't even know where i got this friend of mine got me this one it looks like a barber pole there. barber pole yeah i don't know someone gives me a cigar i smoke it i'm yeah. like bill yeah, you guys don't know oh yeah know. yeah bill of course, we know. Yeah, Mindy. I know. Mindy, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, what do you got over there? You, I do have one of Cats right now. Oh, yeah. I uh, finished my other one. How do you uh, like that other one there? You uh, had the PDR Maduro. PDR Maduro was spectacular. Very nice, uh, robust. Um, now this Cath one, um, a little bit smaller. I got smoother. something else to show you. Very good. So I'm uh, working on my whiskey row here. It's really good. This is the diesel whiskey row. So we're not going to do ratings, I don't think. No, no, we're not. I'm on my third cigar. Yeah, this is my Jose do. Dominguez. Yeah. Before usually, we get to the fourth cigar, usually on the we way smoke. Home. Everybody smokes the same cigar. This is my last ID before I retired. <laughs> so let me poke in for one second. I got Go a question. So these guys, these Marines, showed oh, yeah. up at my at my doorstep today. Yep. My question is: So did you guys get a chance to talk about your podcast and what you got going on there yeah. too? Yeah, we oh, did. Yeah. Yeah. A little cross promotion there. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it this morning. So that's, kind of, that's the uh, Hard to Kill yeah. podcast. Yeah, yes, of, Hard to Kill. Kind of yeah. badass. Sorry to interrupt, but I caught a brief moment of it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe we should do some joint. I don't know. Is it only on YouTube? So to, uh, so far, we're on YouTube, Spotify. We're working on getting on Patreon. Um, but once again, we're in the second month, so. We could, we could possibly do something together. The only thing we do a little differently is none of the hacks show our faces. In fact, we were on a radio show 
okay. and uh, <laughs> from Florida. Yeah. And the guy, I said, it was, you a, know, it was a video thing. Yeah. It was a video. So I said, Dave, we can't show our faces. I mean, we're all professionals. Well, I, I was uh, hoping we didn't show Nick's face anyway. Uh, there we go. But, <laughs> so what we did is we Get had blue men masks. Nice. And we all came on with masks. And one of the reasons is uh, the business uh, that I was in, I worked a lot with gangs. And I was like, we can't use our names. People are going to listen to this. Yeah. Let alone so, I'm a nurse. Yeah. So we all have podcast nicknames and oh, cool. and uh, gotta keep your anonymity. Kind of fly under the radar. Like so we've been doing this for four and a half years. Nobody where I work knows I do this. Really? I have, have not let the cat out of the bag. And <laughs> and, and, cool. and, and some of the people that are involved, like we have three or four that are military, three that are active military that are involved in the group. We have a muff diver down in North Carolina that was an underwater dive medic. Wow. With a with seal the seals. team, yeah, with wow. the and uh, he's, yeah, we call him Muffy, the Muff Diver. <laughs> Can't uh, blame him there. You heard? The, uh, should have chose that animal. We have, we have the, yeah, we have uh, Chief, Chief George with the titanium ball. This is the Command Sergeant Major Active Duty. I think, wow. I think one of them the actually is a uh, How's he vice president of the bank? Huh? Uh, <laughs> How was he in cold we weather? Make, we make, we make, we make fun of him. He's actually um, titanium ball must get cold. Nah, weather. nah. We make fun of him. He went in for some sort of back surgery. We t- we told everybody it was his titanium nuts. Yeah. But he's, a, but, he's a cool active, but he's active duty in Ranger. Yeah, seventy fifth Ranger. Yeah. Good for him. And uh, Chappie forces. is a chaplain in the 82nd Airborne. Okay. He's a captain, yeah. And so he was up last week. He was back in town, and he got on with us and told us about uh, Operation uh, Deployed, cool. which is an organization that, that works with the chaplains in the military. Oh, cool. So this is a man cool. that served 12 years, came home, became a chaplain, and went back in active duty. Wow. And he's being sent over. Dedicated. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. So he's jumping out of planes in the 82nd. Wow. You know, you know? High and speed, low drag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's yeah. got Jesus for the drag. <laughs> <laughs> we made fun yeah. of him. So he's telling he us did. all about jumping out of planes yeah. and, and learning and so forth. Yeah, That's why I joined the Marines. They stay right on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We're land, sea, and air. We just have, never got um, to see the air part, yeah. you know? Dave, have we, uh, have we been invited to the Smoky Forts again this year? We have we haven't organized that. Last year we did an event up at Smoky Quartz Distillery, and that was a benefit for um, uh, vouchers for veterans. Oh, nice! Which is I don't know if you're familiar with that. New Hampshire. Familiar yep. with that organization. My father's from Seabrook, so he's uh, I know I know of it. Yeah. No. Yeah. They give uh, they give out uh, vouchers to uh, to veterans uh, to use at uh, farmers, farmers market. markets yeah. and stuff oh, cool. for veterans. Oh, that's very nice. That's cool. So we raised a pile of cash for that, and that was a blast. And we need to do more of that kind of stuff. But uh, let uh, Hard to Kill podcast how we can uh, how can we help? You know, so we just actually we set up a GoFundMe recently, and we're we're looking for uh, Operation Deploy. Definitely sounds like a good one, but we're looking for a a good uh, you know charity to donate to. Yeah, I hadn't heard about Operation Deploy until last week, and (laughs) they work directly with the chaplains. They send all sorts of care packages, oh, cool. and uh, cigars are one of the things they send, nice. so that the chaplains can do their, you know, the, the fire pit and they, the and thing, they, you know, you know, and, the, and these chaplains are the the guys in country, absolutely. Yeah, so they know what's going on on ground yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah, you well, know, that's the connection. So that's that's the one cool. thing that's uh, a lot of military guys are 
you know, hesitant about charities is that you look at a lot of big charities out there, and only 10% of the proceeds go that's to right. actual veterans. This and that's a, that's a very disgusting thing, you know. It is. No one and knows that for the common people. Well, this, you know? this Operation Deployed, 100% goes wow. to the soldiers. That's awesome. Goes to we'll the definitely look, we'll goes definitely in. look them up. Because the guy who runs it, he's got his own business on it. He's not mooching off the thing at all. He's, you know. Right. So it's, it's the real deal. Well, so that's awesome to hear. I think that uh, we need to look more into that. Definitely. So, so to circle back to your podcast and sort of, if I could interject Absolutely. some success to keep you guys going, your comedy, great idea. Keep it, interject some lightness there. Consistency, like he said, absolutely, especially with you guys, because you have guys, even that one guy that is expecting you to be there. Right. So if you're going to be there, if you say, hey, guys, we're here Thursday nights at 7 p.m., be there Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Absolutely. Stick to it. It's that stick-to-itiveness. you got to be there, right? You do. And we have a core group of people. You know, we make up our show usually on a Thursday, on a typical typical week. I, I call Dave and try to set up where we're going to go. Sometimes we just decide that night, hey, we're going so-and-so. Let's Let's go. No place has ever turned us down. Mm-hmm. It's usually on site somewhere, though. Yeah, you, we try to do it in yeah. a lounge. We carry yeah. this. We stuff. go and we yeah. can do a quick recording. We don't have. Have you guys ever done mock recordings where you don't actually? Nope. Send it everything's everything's nope. on. He yeah. edits everything. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it's not live, so we just you know we can you can edit, edit we can edit yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the reason why I'm saying is like I was always thinking about like just to get it going, just you know mock record, mock record, mock record, and no, then, don't and do then, that. Don't do that. Do just it for real. Yeah, you become perfect. I have right. heard you know just from, do it. Do it for real. And, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and a lot of that. That's where the fun comes. Yeah. You know, the uh, authenticity. The, yeah. yeah, authenticity. Daily time jokes stamp. fly. Yeah. We're here today. Boom! This is what happened right. today. This is what's happening yeah. today. So your card says two, two guys and two mics, right? So it's just the two of you all the time. So you don't have we're we're, or... we're just we're, so we wanted to introduce ourselves a little bit at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're slowly bringing in guys and interviewing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, good. We yeah. have um, one one of my guys. He's um, he wrote the book The Rifle. His name is Andy Biggio. And what he did was he took an M1 Garand, uh, which is the common rifle that was used in World War II. He soon, re- you know, he realized that a lot of these veterans are slowly going, you know, right. dying. They're, right. they're they, well. but they they have beautiful stories to tell. And what he did was, his next door neighbor was a World War II vet. Asked him his story. Had in the process, he he just bought this for himself and sent one grand. He's like, hey, can you just sign my rifle? And then he started collecting journal excerpts from every right. veteran he started interviewing and then so my dad's the, got on his shoulder right there the m1 oh there you go that's what he shot yeah and, and so with the proceeds he sent all these veterans back to their you know to whatever right. war they were in and they could check out their memorial and you know it was very emotional for a lot of guys but the fact that he was able to do that with everything yeah all off of one day from talking to a veteran next door mm-hmm. you know that's how this whole thing came Super. about yeah you know well, and that's how all these things start you something, know he's something he, triggers it he know? also runs the uh wounded warrior uh wounded veterans um motorcycle run out of revere yeah. out of the boston harley sure uh so he's you know he's he's doing a lot of good things for veterans so mm-hmm. our main goal is to bring in the GWAT era which is our era the global war entire is what GWAT represents because we didn't really have a niche to fall into you look at vietnam you look at world war ii world, you know like korea they all kind of had we're the first volunteer right 
of the you know first right. volunteers of the war so for us to have a grouping or a belonging is very hard for us to find our main purpose for hard to kill is to bring that in help out other veterans bring out the comedy of what we also went through so it brings light to a lot of veterans that are seeing dark places well not, not only that I, a lot of yeah. guys as i said before they don't get to talk about these things no and it, there's not really a platform to do that in I really feel like this is going to be that for them. I, I, and I know it's hard to talk about it, but I I want to try to get them to get some of that weight off of their back. I know it's helped me, so I know it can only help them. The more you talk, the better you'll feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yep. Awesome. I mean, oh, it's, good. It's, a, it's a good idea to do. I couldn't really find anything out there like it, so... Instead of trying to look for it, I figured I'd, I'd try mm-hmm. try my do it. necessity is the mother of all inventions. That's right. Yeah, go, baby. Yeah. Nice, I love mm-hmm. it. And d- guys, I, I really appreciate you. Yeah. you know, oh, having you us for having us. So, on. where do you do your show out of? Out of my buddy's basement. Yeah. So Sean's actually Sean was actually our first guest on the podcast. Okay. I actually do the podcast with my buddy. I joined the Marine Corps with his name mm-hmm. is Mike Arbogast, but he, as you can tell, he's very charismatic, and we're thinking about bringing him on to be another co-host. But mm-hmm. as you know, these things are intricate, and you got to really make sure that they're the right fit. Because, mm-hmm. as I said, I started on an interview, and I got most of my followers from that interview. And, and after looking at the analytics, my demographic is mostly women. Oh, really? And I'm <laughs> trying to really figure out what they want to hear, and I'm realizing that a lot of civilians are actually plugging into my podcast. And, Good. And, and so showing me that it, show, it shows me also that everyone goes through mm-hmm. That's right. It's not just military. And right. Trauma is trauma. Mm-hmm. As you said, trauma is trauma. Tra- and and you're trauma, educating people. Yep. Trauma yeah. has many heads. I do believe that over COVID, a lot of people felt that isolation. And the one thing you can tune into is podcasts. You know, you could talk. It felt like you're in the room having a conversation with podcasts. Cigars. Because we did not stop. We continued our podcast. We have smoke huts. I have a smoke hut and a big fire pit. We got the limo. We have a boat. We used to have the domicile. We used to have the domicile, but our number one place (laughs) is son sold the house. So (laughs) so now we need a new spot, which we got. So my son is Dominic and uh, Dom. And so his house was called the Domicile. Oh, nice. Okay? Nice. And it was a garage under, and he set the whole thing up like a man cave down oh, there. Really he cool. got, a, got a pellet stove. Well, pellet had a pellet stove. stove in there. Those things are awesome. And so it was heated garage, so we'd do Be the- two degrees when, outside when, and 70 inside. When we didn't have a place to go, a lounge to go to, and we'd just do it at his house. And so most of the shows during the shutdown, we did it at his place. So it was Especially like a Friday night thing. Yeah, yeah. Something good. I noticed you guys do, too, is the big problem that we had at first was the audio. Yeah. And you, uh, this, these headsets are great. These clutch. Yeah, you need a yeah, headset. Yeah yeah. 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 So, what do you do for gear? What kind uh, of setup? We get we get a laptop. And we have open mics. Uh huh. So well, the problem with open mics is if you bring people in to do interviews and whatnot, and they're not used to doing open mic, and they turn their head, they go off mic. So having the headset with the mic, you can just bring anybody, and they can look around and turn around, and and right. it doesn't matter. As long as they get the mic Wait, in the right place, it's going to go with them. What do you do for business now that you're out? So I'm in the union, uh, local 22, in labor. Okay. Sean is in I'm a plumber's union. Oh. Plumber's and gasfitter's union, local 12. So okay. We're both union guys. It's um, we're, we're trades guys. We're right. used to work with our hands. Mm-hmm. It's a good job. Me too. I deal with enemas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's plumbing. Bend over and I'll show you. And it's plumbing. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, mm-hmm. I'm and it's with, lucrative. I'm dealing <laughs> like with that more as I go into my 30s. Yeah. Trust me. I get exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Trust me. You're getting there. Wait till oh. your 50s. You'll yeah. be seeing. Don't. 
Not yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah. I haven't had the finger test yet. I'm uh, not looking forward to that day. I got all the X's marked on my calendar. Like, ah, we're getting closer. Not even on your anniversary? No. A pinky? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, what do you yeah, think? Right. <laughs> so, anyway, if you want uh, some yeah. info on how we do some of this stuff, or whatnot, I appreciate just, that. Just contact us. It's cigar hacks it. at cigarhacks.com. It's pretty easy. Outstanding. To, the, show's, to, uh, the show's pretty funny. We, uh, yeah, we have had some great people on, and... It's, we'll just is it always just walk-ins just, like this? Uh, not always, but a lot of times. We do it in a lounge. People in the lounge want to get on. Okay, yeah, here's a headset. Knock yourself out. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's it's just great. We get, you know, guys like you who can talk and, and yeah. just... Are you on uh, social media? Do you have... Yeah, yeah. Facebook, gotcha. Twitter, awesome. Instagram. Gotcha. Although I haven't done anything on Twitter and I can't Scroll tell you through. Long. You'll see all the pictures. Yeah. All the guys. Guys. That's a beautiful spot. So, so, only fans. Yeah, only fans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not, Nick's uh, feet is on OnlyFans, so you'll find that. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get We'll share a real funny story with you real fast. It's, it's about cigars. So we got oh, a group a we, we, we got a group of guys that were coming in from Colorado that are hacks. And we do a big event in January. Usually the third week of January. We do an event up here, and all the hacks fly in from all over the country. So we had the sign that said, Pornhub presents, <laughs> uh, Pornhub welcomes Bert and Ernie from the Cigar Hacks. <laughs> and so we happened to be, the last time, we were in front of, what was the airlines? Oh, Spirit. The Spirit Airlines. Yeah, they're coming in. We're waiting for them to come in. We're going to hold the and, sign up. And <laughs> the it says Pornhub presents. So. Yeah. Somebody from the desk comes over to us and goes, who are you guys? And I said, well, I said, we're all retired from the business, but we were all uh, you know. into porn. And it, really, what are your names? And we're, we're making it up as we go. <laughs> and it was hysterical. And they're Googling, trying to find us. <laughs> nice. You guys have any good creative so, names? Yeah. So oh, yeah. of the nicknames, so. I'm I'm Nurse Rick. That's a good one. Dave is known as Cigar Hack or Cigar God because he knows a lot. This is the Reverend Harvey. What you tell him about how you? Uh, All right. So Reverend Harvey got his nickname because, and I've told it a number of times. You can delete it on the yeah, show. Go ahead, go ahead. Reverend Harvey got his name because we were we were sitting in a cigar store and there was a football game on or a basketball game on. Harvey's just sitting there watching the game, minding his own business. Two young kids, 21, 22 years old, walked into the cigar store. One kid, every third word was an F-bomb. So I, I'm a big guy. Stood up, I got next to him, and I went, knock it off. I said, the man sitting there is a reverend. Cut it out. So the guy apologizes. Now he starts talking, and every once in a while, he slips up. And he looks at Harvey and he says, I'm sorry, Reverend. And he makes this cross. <laughs> well, Harvey kind of looks at him because Harvey didn't hear what I said. And after the third or fourth time, the guy goes, I'm sorry, Reverend. And Harvey's like, what the f- is up with the cross? <laughs> and the kid is like, his jar is dropped. And he goes, aren't you a Reverend? And Harvey's like, who? And from that day, he's been known as Reverend Harvey. Yeah, he almost got me in a fight in Pennsylvania, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> but this is Reverend Harvey. Very nice. Well, nice to meet him. And he's a very our godly man. So we have the muff diver. We have the happy hooker who worked for a tow truck company. We have Jojo Mo. We have um, Laura. Sounds like you're talking about all my ex-girlfriends. Luscious, luscious Laura. <laughs> yeah. We have the Brooklyn chick. That's my wife. His wife. 
We have Tommy the uh, Dominator. Yeah. We have Nasty Nick. Nick the Nasty. Damn, took me. And we have uh, the Cuban Vixen. We have No No, who is now Yaya because she married Muffy. She said uh, yes. So Lush- yeah, yeah. yeah, Luscious mm-hmm. Laura. Uh, we have uh, Dave the Dentist. Uh, this is great. I'm going to show you a picture. Imagine we're talking to you. You met us for the very first time tonight. We're talking to this guy from Tennessee. We invite him to Hackapalooza. Now, we've been talking to him for a while. He's never met us. So we invite him, and he takes us up on it. And he, he, he just flies in from Nashville. Nashville Dave is his, is his <laughs> nickname. Nashville Dave. He just comes in. He's like, okay, come on. Come to, the, come to this big thing, right? And so we're like real good friends with him now. But he comes in, and you got a picture? I, I'm going to uh, pull it up. i got to find it. He meets us at the airport, and he puts in, you know, what bubba teeth are, those little, those, yeah. uh, you know, the, <laughs> Wait till you the, see this the guy. Halloween yeah. gag teeth. He puts these things in, because he's from, you know, the down south. down south there, and puts these things like, what the f- is this, this guy is on the- <laughs> so funny. And, see if I can find and it. Brett from Colorado is trying not to look at him. He's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't be with this guy for a whole weekend and not, you know, not look at him. And he's a dentist. <laughs> well, oh my we, God, we no, call no, him that's Dave. Why call him oh. da- that's why we call him Dave the dentist. Sounds like a handsome guy. Teeth. And, <laughs> and so when he came back for the second time uh, last summer, he came to the summer event, and he brought everybody a set of bubble oh, teeth. Awesome. Very nice. <laughs> so, Very so fitting. We, so we all put the bubble teeth in. We took pictures of everybody with nice. the teeth. It was awesome. <laughs> Dave the dentist. How would you like to meet this guy coming up the oh, escalator? Jesus. And we're looking at him like, what the who do we just invite? Because they look real. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. We have a few Marines that look just like that guy, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> that guy That guy dug a lot of trenches in the you know, Oh, my God. <laughs> and so that's that's him. And then you got uh, Eric the Viking. Those are the limos. Very nice. nice. Um, we have Eric the Viking. We also have uh, the Bush yeah. Trimmer. Yeah. Chappie. Maddie the Magnificent, the Leprechaun King. I uh, think of a couple, huh? Yeah, yeah I guess so. so. And, they, so and, this and we Caballero, have Taco, Taco, Taco Steve, Comedy Chris. So uh, everybody has a nickname in a in a song. In this, in a song, in, in a yeah, song. So there's a drop for everybody, and you know, that's my next thing. Figuring out drops, drops. Yeah. Well, you're gonna hear our drops in a second. Yeah, let's let's end this because we've been let's, going for a long end time. It. Okay, yeah, pee, so we guys probably need a pee break, huh? Yeah, no, but start, listen to our songs. We, I think you'll like them. Yeah, we talked about the Route One business networking event we yeah did. that's our local spotlight we're going to skip controversy corner we do a conspiracy slash controversy thing Ooh, like that. every uh every episode but you know way over so we're gonna skip that unless you guys want to talk about the top gun movie <laughs> no we're good we did that <laughs> okay it well was but that was before we were yeah. recording uh-huh. it was spectacular and the people that didn't like it aren't here anymore oh, okay so. that's right <laughs> okay all right that's good and then we usually review the cigar but we all smoke different things so we're not going to do that and so then we can uh, do the rollout here. Do you have like a theme music or something you play in intro or Nick? Uh, no, yeah, Wait, no, no. Give me your first names again. I'm terrible with names. Nick and Sean. Nick and Sean. Yes, okay. I'll think of a name <laughs> when I get to you. I like that. It's from Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It sounded familiar. <laughs> Everybody knows this one. That's that's what my wife says. The porn music. <laughs> Nick, is this from all the gay porn you watch? Yeah. You know. <laughs> gotta spice it up. All right. Here comes so, Dirk Diggler. So, uh, thanks to the panel and the guests. We have uh, Thank you. the Reverend Hobby. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the program. We had a good time here, and uh, hope you have a good week. And uh, God bless each and every one of you. Okay, the White Chris Rock—that's his podcast name, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, you were this one. Looked in my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Greatly appreciate the induction into uh, the cast this evening. Uh, oh, yes, officially. Yes. Yeah, officially. Uh, it's been a few years, but I greatly yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen, once again. Great meeting you. Nice Thank you again for your so. service. I look forward to uh, many more meetings. Absolutely. Okay. Are, are you guys married? Together? No. Girl, girlfriends? <laughs> really? Yes, we have girlfriends. Okay. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> have you ever Dutch oven your girlfriend? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's, that's standard. <laughs> that's a standard question. Well, it's anyway, 30s. The there's no hiding in yeah, any yeah. you know. <laughs> that's how you know she's a keeper. Okay. Yeah. So, we have Nick. We have Nick. And Nick. I'm going to call him. I, I checked out his pants. He's kind of got the flood thing going. So, this is Nicky Floods. <laughs> Nick, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Well, and thank it. you for serving. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Here's your drop for tonight. And sitting sitting next to him, we got one big bastard. We 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 have Sean, and since he told us a wonderful story, is it in yet, Sean? <laughs> Probably not. The body's starting to rock. I've cried to this song before. <laughs> and thank you for serving. Thank you. No, but seriously, I've cried to this song. Can you guys cut it out? <laughs> Get out of jammed inside her mouth. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> nice. Is it in yet? That's a $5 bill. That's a keeper. <laughs> this $20 bill you're says gonna it is. You're going to get to listen to this on Monday, <laughs> and you're going to be shocked. Okay, we got with uh, the editing. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, Enema Boy is here at the breakaway, having a great time, <laughs> being honored by two, three wonderful soldiers. And everybody else who was on with us. Yes. Thanks for joining us. And, of course, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Heck Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! The, the legend of what? I really don't right. know. Uh, Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks, all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And OnlyFans. OnlyFans, yeah. Check the Marines out with their guns on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. Like uh, Pat from the Tobacco Shack. And Josh. Pat, you're a good egg. Diplomat. And Josh. All right, see you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Et